Parshas Devarim, Sicha Dalid. In Pasuk Yudalf of our Parsha, it states, Hashem Alekeha Vesechem, Yosef Alechem Kochem, Elef Pa'amim, Vivarich Eschem Kashar Diber Lachem. May Hashem, the Abishter of your forefathers, add to you a thousandfold of as many as you are, and may he bench you as he spoke concerning you. Now Rashi asks on this Pasuk, why does the Pasuk end with the words, Kashar Diber Lachem? that he should bench you as he spoke to you. These words seem unnecessary. But he brings the Medrash, which says that the Yidin said to Moshe, you, why are you giving us a bracha that says that we should be benched a thousandfold? This is a limiting bracha. We were already promised by the Abishter when he told Avraham that the Yidin will be so many that they won't be able to be counted. They'll be like the sand in the ground, they'll be like the stars in the sky. So Maish Rabbeinu, why are you telling us that the bracha is a thousandfold? So Maish Rabbeinu said, this bracha of being benched a thousandfold, that's my bracha. But the unlimited bracha, that's Abishter's bracha. Kasher diber lachem, as the Pasuk ends. Like he spoke to you. This, that's his bracha, Abishter's bracha. Now, it's known the Rebbe continues, the question on this. Since Hashem's bracha is unlimited, what is the necessity of Maisha's bracha? What's Maisha's bracha adding? It seems like the bracha to be benched a thousandfold is totally unnecessary. And it's totally bottle in the unlimited bracha of the Ebeshter. Now, Mepharshim respond to this, and they say that Maisha Rabbeinu's bracha is accomplishing something because the bracha of the Abishter only is fulfilled when the Yidim are doing the Torah mitzvahs. However, the bracha of Maishu Rabbeinu is not dependent on any condition and at all times we are being benched with the bracha of Maishu Rabbeinu of a thousandfold. Similarly, the Gemara says on the Pasuk concerning the number of the Yidin that can't be measured and that can't be counted. What is this referring to? When the Yidin are doing the Ratzin of Hashem versus when they're not doing the Ratzin of Hashem. That the bracha of the number of the Yidin, which is limiting, is even when they're not doing the Ratzin of Hashem, they still have a bracha, but it's in a limited fashion. But the bracha of the Abishter that's unlimited, that can't be measured and can't be counted, it's only when the Yidin are doing the Ritzayna Shalmakim, the will of the Abishter. And in parentheses, the Rebbe comments that the bracha of Maisha is Bizman Azez in our times when we're not perfect and when the Yidin don't always do the Ratzayna of the Abishter. And the bracha of Akadish Baruch, which is unlimited, will be La'asid Lavai when Mashiach comes, when the Yidin will always be doing the Ratzayna of Hashem. But the Rebbe continues and says that it seems from the Lashon of the Medrash over here that it's actually not speaking about two different time periods. That these two brachas, the Mishali from Maishu Rabbeinu and the unlimited brachas of the Abishter, are both happening at the same time. This means that even when there's a bracha of the Abishter that has no limitation, there's still a possibility to also add to that the bracha of Maish Rabbeinu that has a limitation. And actually it seems from 
Rashi, that Rashi brings the Medrash without bringing any further explanation. So therefore, it seems, in Pshutei Mikra, in the simple understanding, that both the bracha of the Ebeshter and both the bracha of Maisha can both be coming upon the Yidin at the same time, simultaneously. And the Rebbe emphasizes this point by bringing the Pasuk that he quoted before, where it says that the number of the Yidin, they both can't be measured and they can't be counted. And he says that this is actually not speaking about two different times, even though before the Rebbe brought an opinion where it says that the number of the Yidin is referring to limited brachais and they can't be measured and can't be counted, is referring to the unlimited brachais and it's possible that it's at two different times. The Rebbe is saying, according to the Pshat, it's actually not speaking about two different times, but it's speaking about the same time. That the Misbar B'nai Yisrael, the number of Yidim, which is speaking about the limited fashion, is the same time when the bracha will be fulfilled of that the Yidim won't be able to be measured and won't be able to be counted, which is referring to the unlimited brachas. According to the above, the Rebbe again brings up the question, how could the limited bracha of Maisha not be bottled by the bracha of Hashem? And not just is it not bottled, but it's even called Iker. So how is this bracha of Maisha, which seems so small compared to the unlimited brachas of the Abishter, how can it be so important? So the Rebbe continues and says, we're going to understand this by going back to a pasuk that the Rebbe brought before, which speaks about the fact that the Yidin, the number of the Yidin, which is a limited aspect, and then that can't be measured and counted, which is the unlimited aspect of the brachas of the Yidin. And the Maimar Chazal on this, as the Rebbe quoted, is when the Yidin do the will of Hashem, they're unlimited, they're, they can't be measured and they can't be counted. But when they don't do the Ratzin of the Makim, then the aspect of the brachas that are limited, the number of Yidin comes into play. The Rebbe says, a bracha, how does it come to us? It has to come through the Avaidah of Yidin. And therefore it's understood that even the limited brachas, which quoted in, in, and referred to in the Pasuk is Vahayim Misbar, the number of the Yidin, referring to the limited brachas, is still connected to the Avaidah of the Yidin. But this is an Avaidah that's missing shlemas. That's not complete. And therefore the brachas that come down are in a limited fashion. And eat, why? Because the fact that it's incomplete can even be explained as not doing the ratzin of the makim of Hashem and therefore the brachas cannot be unlimited. Why? Because when, a, when an avayda is not complete... It is not able to be mamshech. It is not able to fully draw down the will of the Abishter that's unlimited. And therefore, coinciding with this, the brachas are, are in a limited fashion as well, since the is in a limited fashion. And that's why the Rebbe says that we find these two inyanim that were brought down the Pasuk, that misbar, that the Yidin are counted, which is limited. And then layimad v'layisbar, that the Yidin can't be measured and can't be counted which is unlimited, we find this in an even higher level. The Alter Rebbe explains 
that even when it comes to Avaidas Hashem Bishleim Musa, when it comes to complete Avaidas Hashem, what does the word Mispar refer to? The number of the Yidin, which we said was limited. Here the Alt-Reb is saying it refers to fulfilling the mitzvahs. What are the mitzvahs? The mitzvahs are a number. The number of the mitzvahs is 613. And that's what counting the number of the Yidin means. And within the mitzvahs, we have to have a number 613. You can't add to the mitzvahs and you can't take away from the mitzvahs. And therefore, there is a possibility that within the mitzvahs, there, it is still an avayda mugbelas. It is still a limited type of avayda. And it can't reach the level of la yimad v'la yispar. That can't, that can't be measured and it can't be counted. This unlimited level. But where do we find this unlimited level in serving Hashem? We find this in Avaitas HaTshuva. When we do tshuva, it's beyond the level of the limited number of mitzvahs. And it can be accomplished in a way that's above Avaita of Ishtalshalos and above limitation. And then through tshuva, we're able to bring down the unlimited brachis of Hashem. And as we know, it says in the place where Baal Tshuva stands, even a tzaddik Amr can't, can't stand. And that's because it's drawing down this unlimited brachis because tshuva is able to connect to the Eibishter in an unlimited fashion. The Rebbe continues, and he's going to explain that even within doing the mitzvahs, even though they seem to be limited, we can still fulfill them in an unlimited fashion and draw down the unlimited brachis from the Eibishter. Now, as we spoke about before, what's the simple explanation when speaking about the number of the Yidin that can't be measured and can't be counted, that it's not referring to two separate things, but both can be explained as interconnected. That the number of the Yidin can, which, refer, which can refer to the number of mitzvahs can be accomplished in a way that cannot be measured and cannot be counted. And therefore, it's understood that when we speak about the number of Yidin, and when we speak about that it can't be measured and we can't be counted, and when it, as this is referring in Avaidas Hashem, that even though mitzvahs, as we said before, are limited in, in a way because there's a specific number of mitzvahs, but when we do the mitzvahs, we are doing the Ratzin of the Abishtar, which is unlimited, and we're bringing down that unlimited Ratzin will into the limited, and therefore we're taking the number of mitzvahs and we're making them unlimited by drawing down that unlimited aspect of Hashem. Now within this, there are two different types of Avaidah. There is the type of, of, of Avaidah where it's taking the bligvul, the unlimited, and it's bringing it down to limited, and it's not necessarily, we're not actually able to really see that unlimitedness, that bligvul. And then there's the avayda of tshuva. That the avayda of tshuva, it's revealed how this avayda is beyond hagbalah, it's beyond, lim- is beyond limitations. And so it's revealed how there's no measure and it can't be counted because we see in tshuva how a person transforms themselves. Versus in a mitzvah, it's not always revealed. But even though it's not revealed in a mitzvah, the unlimited is still being drawn down. And it's still coming into this world into the gvul, into the, limita- into the limited. 
Both are coming together in an unlimited fashion. And the Rebbe continues and says that the mitzvah is how is this possible? Because the mitzvahs are the ruts in the will of the Abishter. And just like the Abishter's bleak vul is unlimited, so too his will is unlimited. And therefore, when we're doing mitzvahs, even though those mitzvahs in a way are gashmis, they're physical, so they're limited, but we're doing, we're fulfilling the ratzen of Hashem, so it's automatically becoming unlimited in a way that's not measured and in a way it's not counted. Now, tshuva, it's revealed how it's unlimited. And in mitzvahs, it's not always revealed, but that unlimitedness is still there. So why do the mitzvahs seem to be limited? They're not, they're not limited for us. Because the light that we're drawing down through doing mitzvahs is an unlimited light. However, the Abishter, in a way, he has to limit himself. He has to limit his unlimited light in order to come down into a mitzvah, in order to be transformed in a physical world. That bringing down this ain't sight, this unlimited light, in order for it to be enclosed in a limited mitzvah, a part of the Abishter has to be has to be limited and it has to be confined. And even more, in order for this mitzvah to have an effect on the world, to come into a keli, to come into a vessel, there has to be a concealment. And this concealment is just mitzad, the fact that it's coming into Hagashmi's world. So to our eyes, it seems that it's concealed. But in reality, it contains with it the, uh, the unlimited essence of the Abishter. Because there's nothing really separate from Hashem. He himself is unlimited, and a spark of Hashem is in everything. But in order for us to be able to be a part of it and to be able to accomplish bringing the myths into this physical world, the Abishter has to conceal himself. Medita v'agbala atzmas is the way the Hasidus explains it. He has to limit, the, limit his atzmas, his essence, in order to come bigashmis into the world. But this is not real limitation. It is just a part of tzimtzum, a part of the way that the Abish has to contract himself to come into the world. Because this world is physical and it's limited. And it can't be macabre, can't be, it can't really accept this unlimited early key, this, early, this unlimited godly light, because then the world would cease to exist. And since the Torah Mitzvah is connected to the essence of this world, of this physical world, in order for the light of Hashem to come into this world, there has to be some kind of limitation as far as we are concerned. And only then can our mitzvahs bring down the essence of Hashem enclosed in a physical limited world. And this is what it means when it says, and the number of Yidin that won't be able to be counted and won't be able to be measured, that this number of mitzvahs, which could be considered limited is not actually limited because through these mitzvahs is how we draw down into the world the unlimited arliki, the unlimited light that can't be counted and can't be measured. The Rebbe continues that we have to understand since the whole purpose of doing mitzvahs is to, ma- is to be mamshech, to draw down the arliki, the godly light that has no limitations, no gavul, why did the Abishter create the world in a way 
that when we do our Avaidah, we have to specifically do it in a physical world that can't really accept this unlimited light. And it has to be done specifically through mitzvahs, which have their own aspect of limitedness since they're done in a physical way. And this is the only way to bring down the bleakvul, the unlimited will of Hashem into a limited world. Why do we need this limited world? Why can't this, we live in a world which can draw down this unlimited essence light of Hashem? The Rebbe continues and says, the explanation is as follows. Mitzvahs were given in this world, in a physical world, in a limited fashion, not because of the limitations of our world, not because if they weren't given this way, there would be no way of fulfilling the mitzvahs, and we needed to have this limited world in order for the mitzvahs to be accomplished, in order to draw down that light. No, the Rebbe says, the whole point of having a physical world a limited world, and this is specifically the place where the unlimited light is drawn down. The purpose of this is to connect, to be mechaber, the gavul and the bleakvul, to connect the limited and the unlimited. That mispar, that number, which signifies limited, itself should be able to be elevated to the level of can't be counted and can't be measured. That the, specifically the Abishra created this world in a way, not that he had to because this was the only way to do it, but specifically the Abishra wanted the limited and the unlimited to come together in such a way that the limited itself becomes unlimited. And this is specifically the, the essence of the Atmos, the, the Koyach of the essence of Hashem is able to be revealed and is able to, fi- to be fulfi- fulfilled. And in a way, it comes, the Koyach Atmos, the essence of Hashem, is, comes from a higher place. It comes from higher than limited and higher than unlimited. And the only way that it's able to come down and find fulfillment and revelation is specifically when the limited and unlimited come together. And when do the limited and unlimited come together? When we do a mitzvah, a physical mitzvah in this world, Gvul, limited, and we draw down the unlimited arliki, the arli, unlimited light of, of the Abishter. When these two come together, the gvul and bleak, and bleak well, the limited and unlimited, that is when the essence, the kayak of the essence of the Abishter is able to be drawn down and able to be uh, revealed. And this specifically can only happen in this physical limited world. That when the essence and the atmos of the Abishter, which is unlimited, can only be revealed through this limited world. Because in their source, these lights, the limited lights, the unlimited lights are, are two separate things. But only in this world, through symptom of the essence of the Ein Saif, when it comes down through Torah mitzvahs, only then can there be this connection of gavul and bleakvul, of the limited and the unlimited. And we know the arayn, 
It says the Arain Ene Minha Mida. The Arain came into the Kaidish Kadashim. It was bigger than the Kaidish Kadashim, but it actually fit into the Kaidish Kadashim. So this was two opposites coming together. So to how these two opposites, the essence of the Abish, are coming into a physical, limited world, it's only through the Tyre Mitzvahs. And this explains why the bracha of Moshe is so important and why it's not bottled within the bracha of Abishter. The bracha of Abishter is unlimited, like the stars, like the sand. And the bracha of Moshe is a thousandfold. Why can't Moshe's bracha just be consumed by the Abishter's bracha? It doesn't seem to be important. However, if the whole kavana, the whole purpose of creation is to take the unlimited and bring it down revealed within the limited, so too Maisha's bracha, which is so to speak limited, gevul, it's connecting and becoming one with the Abishter's bracha, which is bleakvul. So these brachas both need each other. The unlimited bracha of the Abishter and the limited bracha of Maisha need to come together. And specifically through Maisha's bracha, through Maisha's, so to speak, limited bracha, is Nimshach is, is brought down the bracha of the Abishar, the unlimited bracha, and it becomes an even greater bracha through Maisha's bracha. The Rebbe continues and says, and through this we can understand what the Friedrich Rebbe said, that his father, the Rebbe Rashab, would add, it says in the Medrash, that Nisava Kadesh Baruch that the Abishter desired to have a Dira dwelling place in this world. And the Rebbe Rashab added, that he, Yisbarich, the Abishter himself, wanted a Dira a dwelling place in the world. So what is Yisbarich? Why is this word important? So we need an explanation. It's true that when the Abishter's name is mentioned, we have to add Shevach, we have to add praise. But it doesn't seem that in the Maimar Chazal, which has already, it says in the Medrash, that, that uh, the Abishter wanted to have, he desired to have a dear B'dachtayin. And why, is it, why do we have to add benching the Abishter. Why, why does this seem important? And why did the Rebbe Rashab feel that he had to add the word Yisbarich? So the Rebbe says, therefore we have to say that there is a special connection between the word Yisbarich with the Indian of Nisava Kadesh Baruch that the Abishter desired to have a dwelling place in the world. The Rebbe says the explanation in this is the Indian of Dira B'tach is bringing together two opposites. Dira, what's a home? A home is where a person expresses themselves. So this signifies unlimited, bleakful. What's B'tach below? This, like it says, below there's nothing under it, which is signifying limitation. So the dira, the home, which is unlimited, and tachtain, which is limited, are both coming together. So dira, betachtainim, are two opposites. How could a tachtain, mugbal, a below physical world that's totally limited, how can it become a home, a dwelling place to the essence of the abishter, which is totally unlimited? And still the essence will remain essential in the way it reveals itself in the world. 
So therefore, the Rebbe Rashab added Yisbarech. The Indian, how could this Dira, how could this world so blow, so Gashmistik become a dwelling place for Hashem? It's specifically through Yisbarech, through Brachais, through being benched. And the explanation is, what's the difference between Bracha blessings and Tefillah davening? Bracha brings down something that has a shayresh, has a makar, that has a source. But davening brings upon a, a new will, a ratzay chadash. You say, Yehi ratzay, and it should be your will. It brings something new, a new inyan that doesn't necessarily have a source, that doesn't have a makar. But this is only about the brachais of a basar vadam, of a person of flesh and blood. But the brachais of the abishter, because the abishter is not a chas v'shalom connected to anything limited, to any medidas v'ag balais, because the abishter is, is the essence, the ain't saif baruchu. So therefore, the abishter's brachais are like tefillais. The abishter's brachais can accomplish something new, just like tefillais, just like davening can. Why? Because the Abishar's brachas come from the essence of the essence of creation, and therefore it can accomplish something new, new as well. This means that within the brachas of the Abishar, we have the two opposites. The brachas come, can reach from the essence, from the shayresh of creation, from a totally unlimited place above the shtalshalas. But it can actually bring down, these brachas are coming from the highest source, and they come down, lamata, lamata, to such a low, low place, to creations, to physical creations in a physical world, which is limited. So from higher than Ishtalshalas, it comes down to Ishtalshalas, to creations within Ishtalshalas. And therefore, the Rebbe Hashem added, Nisava, Kaddish Baruch, Baruch, Dira, Betach, how can Tachtainim, how can this low, low, limited place become a dwelling place for the essence of Hashem? Only through the Birchas Yishal Kaddish Baruch only through the Abishar's Brachais, which is accomplished through Yisbarich, this additional world. It comes, it brings down from Lamaila, from the highest source, from above Seder Shtalshulis, into Gashmias, you're taking totally unlimited from the highest place, and it's coming down to the lowest world, specifically through the brachas of the Abishter. The Rebbe continues, there's still another question. Since the only way to be mechaber, to connect the gavul and the bleakvul, the unlimited and unlimited, is through the kayach of the Abishter. The Abishter is the only one who's able to accomplish this because he is above both limited and unlimited. Why is only is this really only able to be accomplished through the avayid of a person? So it's the kayach of the Abishter, but who's doing it? We are doing it, the physical human beings, we're doing it through our Torah mitzvahs in this physical world. It's our avayda as a human, our avayda is limited. And shouldn't it be that as a limited person, we are only able to bring down a limited aura, a limited light? So the Rebbe says, the explanation is, as has been spoken about many times, the Abishar's rutting, his desire is that these revelations above 
should not come down the easy way. It shouldn't come down freely to us humans. The only way to bring down these unlimited revelations, even those that are higher than the Gedra and Avram, they're higher than any type of human comprehension. They're higher than anything that a human can accomplish on their own. The only way to bring down these unlimited iris, these unlimited light, is specifically through the Avaida of a human being. And therefore, even though the Dira making a dwelling place for the Abishar in this world comes from above as a gift, because it can only be accomplished through the Abishar himself helping us, but it has to be done with the help of our efforts of our Avaida. So that this gift that we're given is only presented to us after we put in the effort. So first there has to be the Shleimah Avaida through the human beings. We have to do our best to do the Torah and Mitzvahs to the best of our ability. And only then will the Abishter gift us and draw down from way above, from the unlimited place, from the essence of the source of our creation, the Abishter will draw down the light. But first we have to do our Avaita, we have to do our part. And this is the explanation, where it says by Birchas Kainim, the, yid, the Kainim bench the Yidin, specifically with the Shlichas of the Abishter. And they are giving a bracha that is higher than them that is even higher than Ishtashulos. So the question could be asked, if the Abishar wants to bench the Yidin, why does he need the Kainim? The Abishar can bench us himself. But in order for these brachas to be of the, through the Kayach of the Abishar, the Abishar himself wants specifically the human being to be Mamshech this bracha. Because the Kavana Halyayna, the Kavana of creation, the Kavana of the Abishar is that all the brachais and all the hamshachais that are drawn down, that are above Seder Shtashulas, they need to come down specifically through the Avaita of the person in Tachtain, in the lowest of the low. And specifically in this world is where the Abishar wants the Avaita done, where he wants the Tyre Mitzvah is done, and only then will the Abishar gift us this unlimited light that comes from the highest place. So according to this, it's understood that even though we have the Berchasi, the brachais of the Abishar, but we need the brachas of Maisha in order to bring Shleimus Hanavram. In order to accomplish what we have to accomplish, we need Maisha Rabbeinu. We need the brachas of Maisha. And only through the brachas of Maisha will we be able to do our Avaita in this world. And then, and only then, will we be able to draw down the unlimited brachas of the Abishter. And so, through the brachas of Maisha, of the Yidin doing our Avaita, we are able to bring Shlemus in the Berchase of the Abishar. The Abishar is giving us and gifting us this unlimited light after we accomplish our Avaida, which can only happen through the strength and the Kayach of the Bracha of Maisha. And this is why the Abishar's unlimited Brachais are called they're called additional while the limited brachas that are brought about by the work, by the avayda of a human being is called ikr, 
Why is the brachis that we generate through our vayda called the main thing, and the brachis of the Eibishter are called additional? And the reason is because our limited and finite human actions, they are the ikr, they're the main thing, and part of the Eibishter's plan in the creation of the world and the only source and the reason why we are drawing down the additional, the brachis of the Eibishter. So the limited and the finite efforts of a human being, of the Yidin, are the key and the only way to bring down the unlimited and the essential brachis that come from the highest place, that come from the Ein Seif Baruch Hu, from the Atmos, from the essence of the Eibishter.